Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody, and welcome in to Commanding the Huddle. I am your host, as always, Ryan Fowler, and I'm extremely excited to be joined today by one of the premier corners in the 2024 NFL Draft. That is Andrew Phillips from the University of Kentucky. Andrew, appreciate you joining me, man, today. Just, I know it's been a busy last few weeks for you. Talk to me about how this pre-draft process has been for you this far. Yeah, it's been, it's been definitely a fun experience. You know, I just look forward to, when I came into it, just having a good time and enjoying every step of it. You only get to do this once in your life. So I just take I don't take any day for granted. I'm just doing the best I can. Absolutely, man. Look, for those out there that may be unfamiliar with your game, didn't see you at the Senior Bowl or didn't see you too much in the SEC at Kentucky, what, what is an NFL team getting in Andrew Phillips, not only as, as a perimeter corner, a guy that can obviously live at nickel if you have to, not only as a player, but, but as a leader in the locker room as well? Uh, definitely. I would say as a player, let me start with that. It's definitely, uh, I'm versatile. I can play all five uh, and I bring a, I bring a higher level of intensity and aggressiveness and just a willing to win each and every play I'm out there. But then when it comes to the locker room, I definitely, I shoot for just being a good teammate. I'm a good guy. I like to have fun with everybody, but when business is business, you know, you got to lock in. But outside of that, you know, just be yourself. I'm a fun guy. I like to laugh and make jokes. So good team, good teammate. Take me into your time, man, at Kentucky. Not only how it evolved you as a player, right? Playing the SEC, everybody knows like the SEC. It's just, it means more, right? Down in the SEC, different types of ballplayers that you're going against, not just in practice against guys maybe like Barry and Brown or, or every single week in the SEC. Just how does your time at Kentucky and in the SEC, man, just how did that help you evolve, not only as a player, but, but as a man as well? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, as a man, it helped me grow because, you know, being in college at Kentucky, uh, it definitely it made it made me grow up a lot as a man. It teaches you a lot of lessons, especially when you're one thing like when I was younger, you're not playing as much of as how to put your head down and truly work. Like not nothing's gonna be given to you. But I'll say that's like off of it, just respect and growing up. But then on the field, it's just it's almost the same thing. Maturing as a man, off the field, it plays into it on the field though. If you the more mature you are off the field, you play better on the field and it shows. And um I'll say it's especially how I play. You know, you just grow up, you get you learn more knowledge, especially being in Kentucky playing against the best every day and every every week as well. So it's so much repetition of good competition where you have to be great in order to succeed in this league. Take me into your time, man, down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl and not just going down there and having a hell of a week like you did. And But just look, the, the importance of accepting the invite from Jim Nagy and his staff and getting down there and competing against some of the best offensive talent in the country. Yeah, man, that was a that was a dream come true for me. You know, I've always watched the games growing up, and you know, when I started getting the feeling that I was getting that invite, you know, back in November, kind of throughout the season, Novemberish time, December, uh, it was like, you know, it's just a big smile on my face. You know, it's one of those things you can just check off the list as like I I said I was going to do it, and now I went and did it. But then as far as me being down there, it was so fun to you know you get to meet so many cool guys that like you don't you would never get to meet throughout the season and such and just get to hang out and play with so uh, definitely just going out and meeting people getting in that you know that NFL environment with all the interviews and such it's it was I have no complaints about it I loved every second of it take me behind the scenes a little bit Drew just with your process as at corner and I know 
going into the NFL, you know, you may slot in right at nickel right away, and I think a team would love to have you there. But what are the, maybe the differences as far as playing on the outside, living at nickel to where there's open air to either soldier, shoulder, excuse me, and some guys, some teams want to get free releases for a lot of guys, but against a guy like yourself, you turn on the tape and you're not given free releases. Not a lot of guys were able to create space against you. Take me into your film study or some tendencies, alignment, stuff like that, that you look into and win a rep before the ball's ever snapped. Yeah, you know, that, that, thank you for that too. But that starts, um, that really starts for me throughout the whole week. I'm really big on film and, uh, I'm really big on film. So I get tendencies and from guys like their splits, their uh, alignments, uh, what foot they have kind of like, even not even off the receivers, but off what the backs doing and such what quarterbacks doing. So it it's really comes down to watching film. The more film I was able to watch as I grew at Kentucky, the easier and slower the game got, and I can sit there and brag about that and just say, I just, that's just repetition that you just, you do it and it shows on Saturdays. Andrew, there's a lot of guys that have make the transition to where, like, you're in high school and there's a lot of multi sport athletes, track, high school, maybe baseball, football. What are some things that you took maybe from your track? career right your two-time all-state track and the triple jump which is extremely unique accomplishment a lot of, not a lot of guys can say that a lot of guys run the 100 run the 200 but you're a guy that's two-time all-state and the triple jump maybe are there some things from track that maybe you're able to transfer to the nfl game or to your football game just as far as maybe your gait and your speed your the technique that it takes to to stay hip to hip with guys that can maybe run high four twos four threes on the outside or, or not at all uh, yeah, it's, it's honestly a lot of correlation between triple jump that I think most people would think. Just because you got to be fast to get down that lane, and then the explosiveness, the explosiveness it takes to you know jump the numbers that I did, especially um, that translates straight to football. Just when it comes to tackling or your quick movements and how you can change direction, it's, it's it translates perfectly in my opinion. So. You know, I've, I, I love track, and I'm glad I did it because it helps so much with football. Yeah, man. Andrew, you look, you grew up in a super athletic family. I mean, your dad played ball at Kentucky. Your mom was a decorated high school athlete. Your brother played football at Moorhead State back in 2015. Growing up in that such competitive athletic household to where sometimes maybe you're even, you're competing and you're always maybe wrestling around with your family members, things like that, and always working your butt off to separate yourself from that next person, whether you're 10 years old or whether you are now in this pre-draft process. Just how has growing up in such an athletic household, competitive household, helped you to get to where you are today? Yeah, it, it, uh, <laughs> it definitely was a big part of who I am today. It, it translates to football. I, I don't. I don't ever want to lose. I don't ever want to lose a rep. I just want to rep. I think I can win. Yeah. Like I, it's, that, that's been predetermined in my head. But growing up, it was the same exact way. I mean, my brothers and my dad, they're huge. I mean, they're way bigger than even I am now. <laughs> but even when I was play fighting when I was younger, I always thought I could win everything. I'm going in there full speed against them. And it kind of turned into how I play on the field today. It doesn't matter how big someone is or what. I, I'm taking it on with like full confidence. Are there guys maybe active or inactive that, look, you're your own high-level ball player, your own individual athlete, Andrew, but are there maybe guys, maybe you take some certain things from their game? I was under the understanding that you're a big Tyron Matthew fan growing up. Just some things that maybe you take from some guy's game and add it to your bag as well on the outside? Yeah, definitely. So growing up, uh, I was like definitely like when I got to college and such, and I started really doing deep film sessions and like trying to learn stuff, it was Kenny Moore and Trent McDuffie. Those two guys with their versatility – that's who I try to take tips from and watch. And that's those people I like really, I see myself playing like, but trying to be like, Andrew, what are some things that you like to do off the field? We talked about your ability when you got your helmet on, you're all strapped up. Are you a, you a gaming guy? You like to hunt? What do you like to do when, when, when you're not playing ball? 
Yeah, I mean, you right now, especially being down here in Florida, I, I, I'll game sometimes, but I'm trying to go outside. I've been by the pool, by the beach. I'm actually right now trying to learn learn Spanish and be fluent in that. Um, but it's just like I just love to hang out with a lot of guy, like a lot of my friends and such, and you know, and then just be on a game and whatnot. It's just I just love hanging out. I'm a chill guy. Awesome. And look, last one for you before we get you out of here. Talk to me, man, about how, how much it's going to mean for you and your family when you hear your name called in April. From the first time you ever put on a helmet to getting to high school, to your collegiate career, and now going through this pre-draft process with the scouting combine just a few weeks away. Talk to me, man, how much that me- is going to mean for you and your family when you hear your name called here in these next few months. Yeah, me and my family, it's going to be, I can't I don't know if I can put it in words. It's going to be like... It's gonna be amazing. Like I, I, I dream about it. It's been something that I've dreamt about, and I've wanted to check off my checklist for my whole life. And when I make it come true in a couple months, it's, it's a dream come true. Like I just, for the, just given an opportunity to go win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's all I want to do. And everyone, that is my conversation with Andrew Phillips, corner from Kentucky, one of the premier. Not only do you want to play him on the outside, but but the inside as well. He's going to be one of the top nickels in this entire draft. A spot look where. Teams want to get these guys in the inside. They're ex-receivers. You see a lot of what we see with Justin Jefferson in Minnesota or Mike Evans in Tampa Bay to where, or even in Los Angeles with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua trying to get him in the slot and free releases. You're just not going to have that with a guy like Andrew Phillips that can flip his hips and run, carry guys east-west, it doesn't matter, disrupt in the contact window, be in a further extension of the second level in the run game on the fringe areas. That is Andrew Phillips' game, and it advise you guys to take just a few minutes Turn on his tape in the SEC at Kentucky. He's a hell of a ball player that had a hell of a week down at the Senior Bowl just last week. So, as always, appreciate you guys tuning in. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Ryan Fowler if you don't follow me there already. And more written audio and video content is housed at Bleach Report and thedraftnetwork.com. Much more of these interviews to come for you guys. As always, appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Ryan Fowler, and this is Commanding the Huddle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.